Ring doorbells, aliens, and giraffe poop. This is TFG Unbuttoned. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. An off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events. Welcome to TFG Unbuttoned. John Nash here with my good friend and co-host, Tim Bennett. Focusgroupradio.com is the site you can find out all about us and our shows, including the Focus Group, which uh, the video for that drops on Wednesdays. The audio will be available on your feed if you like and follow us. I think we used to say subscribe all the time, but that sign kind of implies that you're paying for something. <laughs> so if you're following, you're getting the shows. Uh, so uh, welcome to the week, Mr. Bennett. And before I forget, I want to uh, thank Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, for being a big partner of ours here on TFG Unbound. We appreciate their support, and we hope you visit their site by visiting ours, focusgroupradio.com, and go down the rabbit hole and start buying all these cool media things. Cool media things. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> media baubles. Uh, so uh, here we are in the second week of October. I, I did something with my calendar program where I um, had it turn on the uh, the weeks of the year. So it puts like a number, right? Like, And so this is the 41st week of the year. And I looked at the number 41. I thought, oh, that's desperately close to 52, <laughs> which we know what that means, right? There's, well, you know, yeah, someone was posting how many weeks it was until Christmas, which is not you know, not a lot. Not a lot, no. Crazy, crazy. I, I often wondered about that stuff. Like, do you know what day of the year and the count of the 352 days? 365 or days. Three, <laughs> where did I get 352? No, you did that once before, too. It's because you mixed the, the weeks up with the... Right. <laughs> of what day of the year you were born? Like, so I, was I was no, a Monday. Monday. No, but I mean, what, what number is it of the 365? Like is it two hundred and thirty? Oh, days? oh, that's I should I should look into that. I should how, figure how that out. Know? I guess you'd have to count. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was because uh, I wondered about that in weeks. I wonder if there's something there because I didn't win Powerball. <laughs> like so many people oh. who could say you didn't win Powerball, yeah. No, I buy that ticket. I, I only buy buy I buy an odd number for some reason. I'll buy three or I'll buy five. Richard gets mad. Oh, you should buy forty dollars worth. I said no. <laughs> no, I only buy six dollars or you know whatever. And then I think about in the car what I'm going to spend it on, how I'm going to handle it. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I bought the ticket this past week, you know, when it was $1.7 or whatever, the, the woman that was checking out to buy the ticket says, I, I'm not even buying a ticket. I said, why? She goes, I can't handle that kind of money. <laughs> As I if said, she, well, she already won it, right? I said, well, I'd like to try. I'd figure it yeah. out. Oh, no, no, no. But good luck. Good luck. But I, I, I just, I, that money's dangerous. That's dangerous money. I am. Um, I, I have I was, no problem with it. You want to give me one point seven billion? We'll figure I'll take it, it out. I'll figure, we'll figure it out. It out. Yeah. I was coming up from the subway yesterday. I was downtown, and I, it was a beautiful day. And I came up, and I'm walking around. I come up the stairs, and I'm walking around the corner. And there's like a newsstand there, um, and there's some guy in front of the newsstand who is just not happy. And it, it, he wasn't bothering anybody, but he was clearly pissed off. And he's ripping <laughs> off. He's ripping up individual scratch off <laughs> tickets. And he's like, he's ripping it and throw it in. There's a little trash can right near him. And he's, God damn. God. And he, they all had marks like where someone had scratched it off. And as I walk by, I'm just looking at him. And he, and he just looks at me and goes, don't buy the scratch offs. 
The house always wins. The house always wins with a scratch off. And I thought, oh, you poor thing. I wonder how much you put into it. You know, those tickets get pretty expensive. Oh, they do. My dad was convinced um, that the only scratch off tickets that win. Now, he he really had, I guess, studied this. I was I learned this when I was last in Connecticut. My um, my great nephew was t- or my nephew was telling me, said, you know, uh, you have to get the tickets in the numbers of three in the 30s. So if there's a, a, and I didn't know the tickets are sequenced or something, but my father apparently said that only tickets in the thirties wing. That was his quote unquote. <laughs> I so don't our know tickets that... were, our tickets were not, they were not in the thirties <laughs> and none of us won. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that all, um, you know, I don't know how that all works because when they print these things, there, there's a lot of secrecy about how oh, they yeah. do that. Right. And there's all this, you know, it's supposed to be randomized. Each well, day like works, casinos, yeah. right? It's, mm-hmm. Isn't it just like the casinos? So that, that they always told us that if you play the machines that are closest to the doorway, you get more chance of winning because as people walk in, they want to see the excitement of people winning. Yeah, so, that's right. Right. So these scratch-offs, if you get, if you buy a ticket, if you bought five tickets and one's a, you know, you win $3 or you win $10, oh, I got to go buy more because in the next sequence, it's going to hit. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So, I hit hit at the casino. Yeah. I remember once we were flying to Vegas for a trip, and we it was Bob, myself, our friends, uh, Pat and Bruce, and Bruce is sitting with a piece of paper on the laptop on the uh, tray table in the aircraft, calculating how he's going to pay down debt and all this other stuff. <laughs> and, and you're flying over Vegas, right, with all the lights and the <laughs> hotels. And you th- and you, I said, no, I said, we're like, no one wins because look, look at the below. Oh no, no, this is you know, and so. I remember uh, one of the guys on that trip did hit on a slot machine. I think he won, I don't know, fifteen hundred bucks or two thousand. And I just remember everybody was pissed off at him for the whole trip because nobody else won. It's uh-huh. like you know, yes. But you and I learned very early that the the casino, the casino always wins. <laughs> it is not the place that you're going to bank your future on. The most I've ever won, and I've only played the small slots, but the most I've ever won was eighty dollars. And, uh, I think I won 150 once, Did and I put it all out? back in the machine. And Bob was—we were on a trip to the Grand Canyon, and um, he was really pissed. He goes, "That could have been a dinner." <laughs> I guess he's right. Feeding it back in, <laughs> or you know, you save 50 and you know play the hundred, or save 100 and play the 50 again. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I um, I I, I, I they, now there is a there is a, a thing too where people have gone as far as they've looked, they've done these algorithms of the numbers that come up most. And powerful. Yes. So I guess you could pick those. I don't know. I just do the quick pick and I thought I would win and I had a lot of things planned. I was going to get a plane, trying to figure out what airport I'd put it in, but where it was. Yeah. We're going to get that. Yeah. Get, who, who's the flight crew? <laughs> who's going to be allowed on? Maybe it's going to be like the Jake Drew guy. You must no, no, be 5'11. No, um, uh, Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Guy. Yeah. You, you must be 5'11. Don't look at me in the eye. Lip flops, you have to wear an open shirt, shave your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Those are not bad problems to have, I suppose. Listen, if you got that kind of coin, why not? Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> like I used to say at Subaru, you could hire pretty just as easy as ugly. Mm-hmm. You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> what do you wait, Char, what are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> you can hire pretty as easy as ugly. Well, All right. With that, we are going to roll into the uh the program. We have three stories for you. And the first one uh, Tim found comes from the New York Post. I love this. Um, the concept is hilarious. Ring, which is owned by Amazon, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, um, Ring, the doorbell company with a little camera and everything, is offering $1 million prize for video proof of aliens and UFOs. So, you know, these cameras, these Ring cameras are always capturing 
snapshots or video or something. And so they want their Ring users to look through, you know, their footage to see if there's anything unusual. And if they see something and it's sent into a an expert who can, you know, verify extraterrestrial <laughs> or paranormal activity or something like that, then you might win a million bucks. If you go, if you step down from that, I think they're giving away gift cards for uh, costumes and creativity, which I think makes a little more sense than finding the the alien, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you put together your uh, hoax, quote unquote. That's and, right. Uh, so for creativity, I thought it was a brilliant marketing mm-hmm. uh, marketing extension for Ring because uh, as Halloween approaches, right, there could be some hilarious things uh, that people do. And I thought it was a good way for them to get their name out there. Plus, uh, I thought of you immediately. Because of, of course, when I saw the headline about alien and all the other stuff with your and UFOs with your uh, love of sci-fi, I thought, oh, this is going to be this would be a great a great article. And it was, I thought, pretty well thought out. It, it sounded to me like something you would have presented if you were the agency to ring to say, let's do something around Halloween and kids and costumes and give a prize and we'll we'll base it around. I mean, everyone's been chatting about these aliens. Apparently they found some in Mexico, right? Isn't that the latest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember it was this, it looked like two little dolls in two cases that, you know, and it was like, and they're, Oh no, they're mummified remains of aliens. They were small. They were like, you know, maybe three feet high each or something. I think that was all debunked or they were told they were something else. But do you think we have an alien craft or an alien in, in area 52 out in, was you mean Area 51? Area, where, what am I with 52? The B-52s, I guess. I'm getting... Well, and it's 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> Area 51? Do you think there's uh, something I, to... I honestly don't think so. I, no. Well, the more you know about, you know... Well, who knows, right? I mean, we conventionally speaking, to go to another planet, let alone a solar system, is hundreds of years of travel. <laughs> right. So unless they figured out a way to do something with quantum mechanics or who knows who knows right yeah, um, sure. it would be interesting to see if it happened but back to the the ring thing i would say that you're correct marketing did a knock this one out of the park it's fun it's playful and you know what what, what do we always say um efforts for, for the consumer should surprise and delight this kind of does delight. both at the same time which i think is kind of fun right and it's, so you have until november 3rd if you want to uh submit, submit your extraterrestrial you know. Uh, being that you found for the million dollars, or if you're creative and uh, have a cool costume and some makeup and props, et cetera, you can get a chance for a $500 Amazon gift card. Mm-hmm. So, the, or, cool. And the hoax thing, which I love. The hoax. So uh, the next article here is uh, Customs um, out in Minnesota uh, seized a box of giraffe poop from a woman at a Minnesota airport. She claimed she was traveling from Kenya. Um, and Kenya has most of the counties in Kenya actually are home to giraffes. I think that, um, they inhabit 27 of the 47 counties in Kenya. She claimed she was going to use the, these, they look like they're balls of poop. They're little balls. She was going to make a necklace out of it. And the customs guy is like, no, you can't. <laughs> There's dangerous. <laughs> there could be fecal matter often contains bacteria, et cetera. And she claims she's done it before. I'd love to be at that dinner party with, you know, whatever the other necklace was. It's warm. Yeah. <laughs> so she that was confiscated. She's not going to be able to make her necklace now. Well, what I thought was, for, so she said she previously made one out of moose feces. That's, so this was going to be moose, part of her yeah. collection of the of the shit necklaces. And, um, I, I, you know, is she out of her friggin' mind? I don't know. I When I read this, what I love the fact is that she actually declared it. 
Yes, she did. So she actually you, told. Do you have anything? You know, I, I've got giraffe feces. Giraffe poop. <laughs> I'm going to make a necklace. I made one out of moose feces. And, you know, next we're looking for elephants. Um, yeah, I, uh, I laughed at this one. I, I can't imagine what, what a lot of these uh, customs people uh, see. I know there's a TV show at TLC, but it's mostly, I think, drugs is usually what they're looking for. But Yes, yes, and yes. That is yeah. definitely. Uh, I think um, in some cases, produce... Oh, really? plant yeah. matter because obviously you can bring in an invasive species that's pretty much what they're looking for but um i think this i just don't know how you evolve a hobby where you're using fecal matter to make jewelry it's, well, i wonder how she made it right because i was looking at the little balls so they're probably don't they like fall apart heart right so she must have to glaze them with some sort of shellac mm. <laughs> You imagine that's a beautiful necklace, Sheila. Where'd you get that? It's giraffe feces. Came out the ass of a giraffe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love this uh, line here. In the one of the paragraphs says, "Bringing ruminant, R-U-M-I-N-A-N-T, ruminant animal feces into the U.S. requires a veterinary services permit." You better believe that. And it says the agency noted Kenya experiences African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vesicular disease. And you want to bring back <laughs> equal matter from giraffes to make a necklace? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More, have at it, as we say. Mm-hmm. All right, our last story here um, comes to us from a blog that Tim and I uh, read a great deal. It's Jalopnik. It's for, the, uh, for fans of the auto industry and cars in general. Um, so it, it's sort of not surprising that Jalopnik would run this, but I've read this in other places, too. And the headline reads, uh, turns out a lot of people don't want to bike to work. Commuting by bike is down across the country, even in big cities that heavily invested in biking infrastructure. I think the only city that bucks that trend, if I read the article correctly, is New York. Um, Correct. Yeah. But in every other place, it's basically like down even pre-pandemic levels. So even from the last time they might have done some of this data collecting in 2019 or 2020, I think 2019 actually, um, it's a significant decline. I don't... um, this doesn't surprise me in the least, uh, only because, I don't know, you know, imagine like you're going to go to work, it's 85 degrees out, maybe 90, and the prospect of arriving sweaty and, you know, I don't know that any, that, that people, it just seems like a hassle to me. Right. Well, it's whether, you know, you're sweaty, some people, you know, mess up your hair if you're wearing the helmet, I guess, if you're, you know, have long hair or you get dirty in the face and all those other things. And Although they they said there's, I guess the biggest surprise, there were two things that I pulled out. At first, I was amazed that there were over 700,000 Americans that used Did bikes that, as their yeah. chief, chief transportation to work in 2022. I thought that was a high number, more than I thought. But the other thing was, um, they did point out that there's been a buying boom. So, so cities have invested a lot in infrastructure, bike racks, bike lanes, uh, particularly a lot of the big cities. And then the electric bike buying boom. I mean, the the amount of electric bikes that people are buying uh, is the highest ever. And so I thought for sure that um, the numbers would have gone up. But I guess people are just, I don't know. I guess they're buying the bikes but not using them for, for work, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I was surprised by this that it was down. And uh, Portland, they said, what, Portland, Oregon had the biggest drop. And that's the one that surprised me a great deal because Portland was pretty much the poster child for commuting to work, right? Right. Like Amsterdam, right? And and there are like a lot of diehards in Portland. Um, People used to, you know, 
buy all Rain, kind of clothing. Or, for, yeah. yeah, and it's it's not a pleasant. No. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful when it's sunny, right? But um, no, I lived out there, and when I would drive to work, the amount of people in the downpouring rain that were dressed for it um, on bikes going to work—it was uh, it was amazing. But that was that was Portland. You know, it rained so much there. Same with Seattle, that people just learned to deal with it. And uh, I remember sitting outside at a cafe once, and it started raining, and we jumped up and left, and like locusts swarmed. People took our table in the rain. In the rain, sat in the rain to eat. And uh, we were, it was Jay and I, we had our <laughs> I had the hoodie, you know, the hood thing, rain coat on. And they're like, oh, you must not be from here. Because like, I said, somebody took our table. They said, oh, the rain will stop soon. Sure enough, <laughs> it, it did. stopped in like 10 minutes and the sun came out and we lost the table never to get again. Mm. But uh, yeah, they were waiting for the, <laughs> waiting for the tourists to jump up or the newcomers to jump up out of the rain. <laughs> Take our table outside. Well, I would have done what you did. Not yeah. for me. You know, yeah. You're sitting there. Yeah, it's raining. So that was the, uh, yeah. So, so biking is down when it comes to commuting to work. And I'm not surprised, even though I'm a cyclist. Um, I don't think of my bike as using it that way because you got to deal with a lot of crap. You got to, you know, you have a helmet with you. You got to lock it up. Yeah. New York is characteristically unfriendly to unattended bikes. <laughs> you know, it's like, there you go. Before you cycle, cycle, you know, because yeah. you, you cycle, you're not biking. Did you, would you have jumped on your bicycle to go down to a restaurant and for lunch, or you would just use Subway? Subway, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to hop started, on your bike and, and go down to Tribeca or something from the Well, when I started riding in the city, it was because my roommate, Greg, had a bike and he's like, you need to get a bike. And what we did was we would go to Tower Records. <laughs> Or we would do something like that. Like we go to a store, like comic book store, like we ride across the Brooklyn Bridge, go to Tower. And that was actually something we would do frequently. Like, hey, let's go to Tower Records. Because Tower right. back in the day, you could walk around, browse, listen God, to music. God, I used to love Tower Records. I, if, I used to do that too. There was one near my house. And if I ever was on an evening, you know, looking for something to do, take a walk and go there and spend an hour looking at stuff. Yeah, it was a destination, honest yeah. to God destination. I, I'll never forget the night I was at Tower and I d- discovered, very like Ponce de Leon discovered swing out sister oh my goodness their first album had come out and i i you know they had the listening stations yeah boom bought it you know and it, that's what you did it was like we would spend an hour there and then then the complexity of how are we getting home with these long boxes remember the cds used oh, to come yeah. in the long box <clears throat> get a backpack well, yeah well greg eventually figured that one out and then we would ride home and at at 11 at night with no lights on the bicycles going down broadway i mean i think about it now i'm like woof Animal. But you know, when you're young, you don't think like that. Well, last. And those listening stations would never work now either. Remember, you would someone would take the headphones off and you'd put them right on. Or uh-huh. it was the same with pay phones. You know, if you were at an airport and somebody hung up the phone, you pick it and you could it'd still feel warm. Uh-huh. Now you think about it, it's disgusting. It's but there's nothing to wipe anything off. <laughs> Jeremy is stuff. Right? You never wipe anything off. You'd no, you didn't care. You just picked up the phone or you put on those headphones <laughs> at Tower. Disgusting, sweaty mess. Mm, yep. Yeah. All right. As I uh, mentioned at the top of the podcast, Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, is a partner of ours here on TFG Unbuttoned. And we invite you to visit our site, focusgroupradio.com, and click on the Critics' Choice Video logo. You could go down the rabbit hole and find all sorts of cool content. Um, I'm looking at the homepage, actually, and there's a movie on here that I'm 
you know, I, I have, it's on my list and I'm almost afraid to watch it because I think it might be a downer. It's uh, Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Uh, Darren oh, Aronofsky. Yes. Have you seen it? No, but it won. Didn't it win uh-huh. the Academy Award? He won something. I, I it won an award. And I think he might have either got either uh, best actor or best supporting. I forget what it was, but yeah, I was wondering. Like, and I'm like, I do want to see it because I think it's. And I saw the very beginning of it um, recently. It was a clip on YouTube because it was like this Zoom kind of thing. And he's he plays a professor that, that he's teaching class remotely and his camera is always off. It's like a black screen in the middle of this thing. And I saw it was an interesting way to start the film. I thought I, I'd be, I thought before I get sucked in or it was a trailer, I thought I, I better like. But I, I, that's something I was interested in. Right. It, it was funny. I, I, look, I was I always look at the movies as, as we do or the, the, the discs and DVDs and. Although I scrolled down and there's a little section at the bottom called music, books, and gifts, and they had Pit. I don't know if you remember the game Pit. I love Pit, yeah. One of my favorite games, and I thought, wow. And then, uh, so the, the game Pit is available there. Now, Pit Deluxe, I'm not sure exactly what the deluxe one is. But I thought that was a fun game that would be, you know, as we get into being inside season, you're looking for games rather than um, Trivia Pursuit or some of the other things that, that people have uh, recently I don't even know if trip. What is it? Cards Against Humanity. Seems yeah, to be yeah, a big one. But I thought I would love to play Pit again. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you played? When's the last time you played? Oh Pit? my God! Not since we were kids. And another card game we had was Neil Born. The you know the French car, the car race where you had the you know mileage and get gas. Coufre, like everything was in French, like flat tire. You know, remember me? We didn't have that. We weren't sophisticated. Your house had <laughs> your house had the sophisticated second language game. We didn't have that. Oh, by the way, um, Brendan Fraser did win Best Actor in um in twenty for, for the the movie came out in twenty twenty two, but he won the award in twenty this year at the for the Academy whale awards for the whale. Yeah. yeah. So I I need to to see this. Yeah, well, then you'll have to get yeah, or play pit. <laughs> or play, well, get it and play pit. Order yeah. order them both because there's always uh, always great uh, deals on shipping, free shipping on any orders over a certain amount. So uh, you'll be able to uh, to do that at Critics Choice Video, who have been with us since we've started here on TFG Unbuttoned, our pod, our Tuesday podcast. It's America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, and we appreciate their support of us and your support of them. Uh, for helping bring us to you each week. So uh, we hope everyone uh, is having a safe week. Be sure to catch us on the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash on Wednesdays. You'll find all of our media and sponsors at focusgroupradio.com. And we'll see you next time on TFG Unbuttoned. Take care. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Available every Tuesday. Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.